This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went try to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey guys, this is Lane with the Simple Passive Cashflow podcast. You're probably wondering what the heck simplepassivecashflow.com is. Well, on the one hand, it seemed to work well for SEO and it's pretty catchy. And I think one day it'll look great on American Apparel Soft Tea. But seriously, this site is just my method for making passive income via real estate. It's kind of an N equals one kind of thing for you statisticians out there. This is my path and does not mean it's for you or your situation. This website is not the Bible of real estate, not even the model for buy and hold investing. But at the very least, use this site as another data point and get some of my lessons learned. The real estate universe is pretty big, as you guys know. You got flippers, wholesalers, rehabbers, bird dogs, tire kickers. You see them at the RIA meetings a lot. Buy and hold folks, all sorts of strategies that take up various places on the passive to active spectrum. I personally have got a pretty busy W-2 job being an engineer. I stare at my Microsoft Outlook inbox most of the day. I don't flip, wholesale, or do any other active real estate activities. I don't know what the deal is with the flippers and the wholesalers calling themselves investors. And in my opinion, they just have jobs in the real estate industry. I think they should be called like traders or something, like how we call stock traders, day traders. Maybe we should call them day investors. But anyway, as I mentioned earlier, that's why I kind of made this website and podcast for the passive folks out there. Because much of what you read on Bigger Pockets and the internet and other podcasts are a lot of very active real estate strategies. On one hand, I'm pretty jealous of the active real estate guys since some of them are pretty awesome and very experienced at their craft. However, I don't have the patience or time to do what they do. Yeah, my name is Lane and I'm a lazy passive investor because it fits my personality, my current lifestyle, and in the future, I'm not looking to replace my current job with another one licking stamps or making letters or swindling buyers who don't know any better. Okay, okay, I know that's being a little harsh, but just saying. Take my beef another level with the wholesaler and bird dogging model is how reliant is on the three D's, divorce, despair, or death. I personally take exception to the ethical validity of this type of business. I see it as taking advantage of those in a bad situation. And I also see it as scorching the earth mentality for profit. The active real estate investor camp will say that you're solving their problem and providing a means out of their situation. I call that justification BS. Call it like it is and take the righteousness junk out of it is what I say. Now, I don't think that these people are bad. It's just not something I would feel right doing. On the other hand, buy and hold rentals are about improving properties and providing fair housing. The key is being a responsible investor and always remembering that you need to provide good living conditions for your tenant. If you can improve neighborhoods in the process, then great. So who's this site for? As I mentioned, I'm fortunate to have a full-time job and I don't have the time to find these amazing deals you hear about. I think you guys hear it all the time. 100% ROI, no money down, this weekend for a limited time. I want to introduce you guys a concept called the Time Money Experience Triangle. No, that, not that triangle that Link from The Legend of Zelda was always trying to find or the scope schedule budget triangle that I manage at my work. I think they call it a Triforce. For as much time as I spend looking at my computer screen, you'd think that I found it by now. But I haven't. I know. Bad video game joke. So back to the Time Money Experience Triangle. You gotta just recognize what skills you have, your resources, and what you lack. If you have another job, there's just no way you're gonna do this all by yourself. You need to leverage your time and money that you do have. 
Don't be that so-called investor who works in your business, not on it. In other words, don't be that guy who spends his weekend painting and fixing toilets when he should be finding deals and working with banks for lending. If you're that guy, when are you going to be an investor and stop being a landlord? When I was a college student going to the University of Washington, the best school in the land, I remember when me and my friends would rent a house together and the toilet broke and the landlord came over. Here this guy comes. He didn't send any handyman. It's just him and his wife. They come over driving their Mercedes. The poor wife has to sit in the passenger seat as this guy fiddles around with the toilet. He's not a plumber, but he's just trying to figure it out on his own. And I thought to myself, man, that's not the way to run this business, I think. But he had a Mercedes after all, so what did I know? Yes, I'm that lazy, four-hour work week, outsource what you can type of person. At the same time, I'm also that guy who believes in achieving my best and highest use and spends time on what is most important outside of real estate. You can read more about me in my About Me section on simplepassivecashflow.com. This site is for three types of people. First, folks who have pretty well-paid jobs. Let's face it, the reason you came here instead of Googling work ideas on your free time is saying something. You're probably not the guy Googling, how can I increase my leadership qualities to manage diverse employees with different backgrounds? Or, how to talk to my employee to give me a raise? Or even better, how can I better network at my year-end Christmas party to get a raise? The second group of people who should be reading and subscribing, by the way, to these free articles and podcasts are the straight-up rich people who are tired of getting those paltry returns in the bond and mutual funds. And number three, if you're just a government conspirator who believes the mutual fund and stock market is a big Ponzi scheme, yeah, you can join too. Just be on your best behavior. Whatever category you guys fall under, you can join the party. We all share a vision of being financially free. As Uncle Tony, Tony Robbins that is, defines financial freedom as having the freedom to do what you want, where you want. What is fundamental to achieving the goal is that passive cash flow is the end game. You should start any journey with the end in mind. Now, this is where I insert a corny metaphor about a plane and knowing where the destination is, but not knowing where the exact path is and how the dotted line of the path is all over the place, but you guys get the point. I would like to introduce a term called FYM, which stands for FU money. Have you ever seen that commercial with the creepy orange number following the man or woman around supposedly representing the amount of money that the person needs to acquire to retire? It's sort of like that number, but under the simple passive cash flow definition, FYM, the number is more of a cash flow number that sustains your lifestyle. And the FU part comes when the day pissed off at work and be like, FU to everybody. I don't need to be here. You know at work, there is that one last samurai-ish 65-year-old co-worker who has 50 years of service. I don't know how he's got 50 years of service, but I think he started working when he was 15 years old, is what they say. Anyway, he's got a grumpy attitude, and he always says that he can retire at any time and does not really help anyone. It's just kind of a pain in the butt. That guy obviously wasted his life away with the traditional wealth-building methods, but he is at a point in his life where he does not care, and you can be like that guy except with all the wrinkles and the fact that people might actually like you. Imagine coming into work because you want to, because you choose to, and actually want to hang out with your coworkers. For some, you might just merely tolerate the day job for the stated W-2 income to qualify for bank loans, and the fact that you get free coffee, and you get to use the toilet for free, because every flush is approximately 10 cents worth. 
Trust me, I did the math. I'm an industrial engineer, and I took into account the water and life cycle cost analysis of the crapper and the time you take to clean the thing. In all seriousness, you might like your job, and that's great for you. The important thing is to do what you want on your terms because of your financial freedom. Now that you had that to sink in, another concept called the crossover point is the point at which your investments begin to earn more money than your cost of your living expenses. At this stage, one has the freedom to leave their full-time job for other meaningful ventures. Now that you had two seconds to digest that concept, I would like to introduce to you the 2.0 version, which includes two new factors. Number one, decreasing motivation, a negative exponential equation contingent to an increasing investment return. And number two, constantly increasing expectations, or also known as the boss be getting on my nerves. It's a linear climb. The graph of the crossover point 2.0 is on simplepassivecashflow.com and describes your work-life struggle. I know it's hard to see this in the podcast format, but please bear with me and go check out the website for yourself. Look, I'm not saying I don't like my job, but I can't see myself being there forever, such as 20 to 30 more years. Another thing, age discrimination does exist, and even though you are now a high-performing yuppie, some folks won't want to hire you after the age of 50, especially in the tech community. I do know a lot of people who hate their job, not to mention their commute. Life is too short. I was once in a job where the company was very conservative, and that bus came around and ran people over continuously. It sucked. And I think you guys know what bus I'm talking about. But little did my boss and my boss's boss know that I quietly made more money, salary plus income, than both of them at the age of 28. The epiphany occurred to me one day, why the heck would I want to work 50% harder, deal with 100% more BS working for these jerks, and get paid just 8% more? 11% if I negotiated my strengths or sucked up to my boss. As a result, I transitioned jobs, took a small pay cut, and started drinking Simple Passive Cashflow lattes every morning, which you guys can get the recipe online at simplepassivecashflow.com. I'm not advocating getting a bunch of rentals, quitting your job, and then spend every minute drinking margaritas, pina coladas on the beach. Now, when you have the freedom, after spending a few unfulfilling days with margaritas and pina coladas, and possibly solving all the Scooby-Doo cases you want, I hope you devote your time to doing good for the greater good. When I don't have work, I plan to teach young people about real estate and personal finance. I'm thinking of going around to high schools, but no one in their right mind would hire a girl man to teach young people, especially for free. I mean, take a moment. It's kind of creepy. Like Jared from the subway creepy. For those of you who don't know who Jared the subway guy was, he was like this... 3,000 pound guy who ate a lot of Subway and lost like 2,000 pounds. However, he still looked like he weighed 1,000 pounds. But everybody liked him as a celebrity and he used his celebrity status to lure boys and girls. And yeah, I'll leave it at that. Kind of like the Pied Piper luring all those little boys into the cave. Obviously, that's not my intentions here. But to get around this barrier, I think I need to write a book. But not only any book, but a New York Times bestseller. But I guess I'll settle for that crappy e-Kindle version. So schools would be like, hey, this guy has a book. And then, bang. SimplePassiveCashflow.com going viral. To write a book is a daunting task, as I've heard. So I figure with each blog post, I'm slowly getting better at writing and chipping away at my target page count. The more subscribers... It's free, people! Please subscribe! 
to this blog helps me prove my point to publishers that people actually read this stuff. So this is the point where I wrap things up and bring this full circle so you can get off your computer, raise your hands in the air, and mimic Mel Gibson in the 1995 movie Braveheart by screaming, Let's get rich! That's why I'm going to try and leave you proudly lazy people with an action plan in each article so you just don't go about your day as normal, but take gradual steps every day. As Arnold Schwarzenegger says, just do it. Well, he does not really say that. He says something more like, don't be an economic girly man. So please take action. It drives me crazy how everyone reads so much and does diddly squat. I host a local meetup for real estate investing and someone will always be like, Hey, that's a fascinating spreadsheet you're sharing. Would you please give it to me? And I say, sure. Why don't you send me an email to remind me and I'll send it right over. You know, no one ever freaking emails me for that spreadsheet. So anyway, that's enough for now. Hope you like the content here. The future podcasts and articles will be a bit shorter and less introductory-ish. This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion, and things change, and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself, because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests.